0: A brief chat. I'm Jason Crane. Today is the 15th of July. It's a Wednesday. How are you? Glad you're here. Thanks so much for listening. Let's take a look back at this day in radical history via the Slingshot Organizer, which you can find at slingshotcollective.org. On this day in 2010, the BP oil spill was marked, I guess at least, as contained after leaking 4.9 million barrels of oil into the Gulf of Mexico. Tangentially, one of the first poems I ever had published was called Deepwater Horizon, which was about that oil spill. I remember that because 2010 was when I really started to get serious about 2009, 2010, when I started to get serious about writing. And 2010 was when my first book came out. And uh, I definitely remember around that time was when I first learned about like submitting poems to places and started to do that. And so I submitted a poem to... I think an anthology of writing about either about the environment or about environmental disasters or something like that. And in any case, it was uh, it was published there and I was pretty pleased with that. So I uh, I thought today this is kind of as much for my own edification as anything else, although I think that's that's a fine description that good tagline for the show a brief chat as much for my own edification as anything else <laughs> I, might, I might have to make a uh a second logo where that's in there ah that tickled me uh but anyway i i made this little spreadsheet it's not it's not very advanced or anything it's just got two columns one of them says catholicism and one of them says buddhism because i am definitely thinking a lot about whether this Catholic thing is real or not. And so I just went through and I wrote down some, you know, kind of factors of the two practices and I put a plus or a minus before them to kind of suggest my feelings about them. I mean, that's a very binary analysis of things, but anyway, you'll get the idea. So I just thought I might go out loud through this spreadsheet, which is not very long. So, in the Catholicism column, the, the first thing, which is a, has a plus, is a strong tie to childhood and family. That is definitely true. I mean, I was baptized a Catholic. I wanted to be a Franciscan when I was young. I have a, kind of a strong tie to things like the Rosary through my grandmother. Um, my aunt was a teacher of theology uh, in a Catholic school. And, you know, there's a, a big connection throughout my family to Catholicism, although, um, my immediate family, my, you know, my parents and my sister and myself left the Catholic church when I was a teenager or maybe even a tween and became Methodist. But, um, certainly, you know, in my, in my growing up days, there was a big connection to it. And at least some members of my family are, are still Catholic. So correspondingly under Buddhism, I had another plus sign with two decades of practice. While Catholicism does have that strong tie to my early years, my adult life, when I made a decision for myself about religious practice, has been primarily taken up with Buddhism. I've kind of flirted with the Quakers uh, time and again, but for the most part, for the last 20 years, um, maybe even more now. I have been primarily a practicing Buddhist at various degrees of seriousness and for the last bunch of years, you know, pretty serious, whatever that means. But I mean, Buddhism is one of the main lenses through which I view my world and try to uh, pattern my behaviors. Uh, The next uh, kind of set of comparisons In Catholicism, one of the – and Christianity in general, but certainly Catholicism, which is part of that tradition – one of the central ideas is that we are flawed by nature. We are born in sin. And what we are in need of is saving through the redemptive power of Jesus and God. And in Buddhism, at least in the flavor of Buddhism that I practice – One of the central tenets, kind of in comparison to that, is that we are perfect. We all already have Buddha nature. We all already um, either have or have the capacity for enlightenment. And the primary goal of practice is to realize that. And I have to say, one of the things that is the biggest hurdle for me on the Catholic or Christian side of the ledger is the idea that we just start off behind in the race and i think that feeds into a very negative sense of self-worth that i already have and i'm not sure that's especially healthy whereas in buddhism everything you read is essentially telling you you know hey you already have all these qualities you just need to help strip away the things that stop you from realizing that which is a way for me at least way more positive approach to religion next set of cells uh catholicism under that i have uh, another minus sign with belief in the supernatural is all but required i mean there are such things as catholic atheists or people who are culturally catholic um but I think any real practice, I mean, as I've been reading the Liturgy of the Hours and, you know, trying to to kind of pray it, it, it really requires a belief in, like, the intercession of God in our daily life and, um, you know, the presence of miracles and, I mean, uh, uh, the way that a lot of the saints that you, you know, kind of pray to and venerate, the way they get to be saints part of the way is that there are quote-unquote proofable like miracles attributed to them and um, whereas the corresponding thing under Buddhism I have belief in the supernatural is not necessary now there certainly are flavors of Buddhism where there are magic and demons and you know all kinds of stuff Um, but that's not the kind that I practice and in the kind that I practice which is Zen Buddhism there's no there's no belief in anything outside the world the kind of tangible world now that doesn't mean i don't believe there are things i can't see for example obviously you know there i believe in things like the fact that there are atomic structures and things smaller than the quarks and stuff you know and i can't look around and see a quark um and it also doesn't necessarily believe mean that i don't believe there might be a larger uh you know gaia force or a larger connection between all beings and interdependence, you know those kinds of things which you can't really see but it doesn't really require me for example, to have faith in the supernatural to believe that everything is dependent on everything else. that just seems to make sense to me. Um, the next one down on under Catholicism I have a minus sign again uh, and it, I just wrote I feel weird when people talk about sin and Satan. like I was just watching this video about praying the Rosary. And in it, a very intelligent man said, you know, the devil is always trying to lead us astray. And and this was like also not like an evangelical. This was like a Franciscan monk. And as soon as he said that, I turned the video off uh, because it's just like that whole language, that whole structure, that whole idea just is... It, it does not resonate with me at all. And yet the it it is it runs throughout Scripture and, the, you know, the the Psalms and the Liturgy of the Hours. And I mean, that that idea of evil as like a I mean, obviously evil exists in the world. But the the idea of that kind of personified evil in the person of Satan, who is, you know, trying to get us to do bad things. If we flip over to the other side under Buddhism, I just had a plus sign that said nothing in Zen turns me off that way, which is really true. I've never come across anything in um, the Pali Canon, which is like the original set of teachings of the Buddha, which, you know, much like the things in the Bible was written down long after the Buddha died. Um, But I've never come across anything in, in the Pali Canon. So the oldest set of teachings or in later writings. Um, the Zen tradition is not one of the oldest. Um, so in the Zen tradition, which is kind of one of the newer ones, there's still a lot of writing uh, that's been done that's, you know, many, many hundreds of years old. And I've never encountered anything in there um, other than, uh, you know, some signs of the patriarchy, uh, you know, which is in all all of human culture, uh, or at least all of the Western human culture that I've grown up with. But other than that, you know, stuff that has nothing to do really with the religion it's just a factor of humanity that i dislike i've never come across anything in zen specific to zen that has made me say like Ugh, yeah no thanks uh moving down a line under catholicism i have a plus sign for tradition of community involvement and this this is really true i mean i think that churches are a force in our community in a way that uh, and I actually have this under, as a minus sign on the Buddhism side in a way that the Buddhists I have mostly practiced with have not been like the, for example, the most recent Zen center I was a part of did nothing in the community. It offered a few like free classes and stuff at the Zen center, which was out in the middle of nowhere. So it wasn't even that convenient for anybody in the community. But, um, you know, in terms of like aiding the poor, uh, you know, visiting prisoners, writing letters to prisoners, um, anything, uh, uh, protest engagement, any of that stuff. There certainly are Buddhists who do those kinds of things. There is such a thing as engaged Buddhism. I just have never practiced with anyone who was engaged in any of that stuff. Whereas I have been in the company of, and worked directly with many Christians, including Catholics who were out there in their communities doing things. Now, Um, I don't think that's necessarily baked into Buddhism. I just think that American Buddhists have not yet fully incorporated the idea of service to the community into the culture of Buddhism in this country. And so I don't necessarily think that, again, that that is a defining factor of Buddhism in this country. But it is different. It it is, for me, a thing that I miss when I am in the midst of Buddhist practice. Not to mention the fact that most of my Buddhist practice has been by myself. But that's neither here nor there. Right now, my Catholic practice is also by myself because everything is by ourselves (laughs) right now, right? Um, The final line of this little two-column spreadsheet I have, uh, under Catholicism, I have a minus sign and the words, I really am an atheist which its counterpart on the plus side for Buddhism is Buddhism requires no theism. I really don't believe there is a God. I really don't believe there is any kind of personal, all loving, all knowing, all good being who is either making any kind of decisions in our world or who is, um, who created us and gave us free will or to whom prayers could be addressed i really don't believe in that person and as i'm trying to do these prayers every day it there's a there's a performative aspect of it that makes me feel kind of guilty because i don't believe in like the main thing and again I, I looked it up. I do know there are is such a group of like Catholic atheists, like people who go to Catholic church and they take part in the ceremonies because they consider themselves culturally Catholic. But to me, if you're going to if you're going to give yourself up to Catholicism but you don't believe in God, you there's no I don't I don't see any way to bridge that gap the whole point of Christianity, it's there in the name, right? (laughs) The whole point of Christianity is the belief in the divinity of Christ and, you know, the saving power of God. And, um, if, if you don't have that, if I don't have that, I don't feel like there is really, there's a real place for me because I feel like I would be deceiving either myself and, or those around me by taking part in these ceremonies without accepting the central tenant of the faith As opposed to on the side of Buddhism, where, again, there are flavors of Buddhism. For example, my uh, understanding of Tibetan Buddhism, which, let's be totally honest, is real, real shallow. But my understanding of some flavors of Tibetan Buddhism is that there is like a a kind of divine worship of Buddha or Buddhas, um, you know, throughout the ages and so on and so forth. And I, I believe that that is the same place where there's magic and demons and that kind of thing. Again, knowledge super shallow. Don't judge Tibetan Buddhism on anything I just said. Um, but certainly in the flavor of Buddhism that I practice in the two that I've been involved in Theravada and Zen, there is, there is literally no object of worship at all. Are there statues of Buddha in temples and that kind of thing? Yes, there are. Do we bow to them? Yes, we do. Why? Because we are kind of acknowledging that we are connected to all things and in, in effect, all really bowing to ourselves and all of creation. And by I'm using creation here, not in the sense that Buddha created it or, you know, anything like that, but just everything that exists all of existence, I guess would be a better word. And uh, to me, like I can do that. I can get down on the floor and bow in front of a statue of Buddha, acknowledging that there's, that he was just a, a guy who had some really good ideas a long time ago and those ideas through the continued experimentation of millions of people over thousands of years have proven to be pretty decent at dealing with the world as it is. And I gotta say, I mean, (laughs) I don't know why this hit me so hard today and I know this episode is longer than they normally are. But I have to say that I feel like today I hit a little bit of a wall on the catholicism thing just because of this of of some of those things I, I I just I don't believe in god I don't believe in the supernatural or miracles or I I really don't like the idea that we're born flawed and in need of some kind of salvation and I don't have any of those problems with Buddhism because those things don't exist in Buddhism. And not only that, but looked at positively, the things that do exist in Buddhism really appeal to me. And I feel like what I have been engaged in for the last several weeks, um, you know, month or more, it's almost like it's almost like I I dove into this other thing to to kind of look at the practice that I'm usually engaged in Buddhism with a fresh pair of eyes like to compare it to to some other religious practice and see what it's like and maybe this maybe this will change I don't it would be hard for me to imagine it changing but where I feel like I came out at least right now is that while I do find a lot of things beautiful in Catholicism and I have a real nostalgic connection to it, I think it's primarily nostalgia that fuels it. Whereas my my emotional, psychological and practical connection to religion lies with Buddhism, a place that not only do I not feel queasy about being a part of or or mismatched to be a part of, but I feel actively good about being a part of. And if experimenting with Catholicism ends up proving to me that Buddhism is where I belong, that experiment was totally worth it. And it's not to take away from anyone else's Catholic faith or Christian faith or anything else. It's, it's just to say that if, if I, you know, I prayed multiple times a day, you know, for a month or so, uh, maybe a little longer and, you know, kind of dove into the liturgy and all of that kind of stuff. If, if what that does is, is kind of seat me again, more firmly in Buddhism, which is where I think I am most at home, then I think that's okay. And I am grateful to Catholicism and, you know, this attempt at practice for that. I'm not sure already if I'm like shutting the door on Catholicism, but I know I am a person who has kind of flashes of intuition after which I just, I feel like a, a path gets closed off. And I'm kind of feeling that way. It was just like a change in my heart today. Um, I'm kind of feeling that way about Catholicism right now. So we'll see. I mean, to to be determined, you know. But um, I want to kind of, I kind of want to dive back into Buddhism now, and um, you know, really try to to strengthen my practice and see what that feels like. And I'm super grateful. And now I'm re- I really am going to bring this episode to a close cause it's twice as long as they normally are. But I am amazingly grateful to, um, people like, uh, my cousin, Lynn, uh, my friend, Liam, uh, Mike, who was on the show, um, last week or the week before, uh, you know, fo- uh, Owen folks who have been willing to talk with me about all this and help me navigate stuff. It's, it's been pretty intense. And, uh, I don't I don't know yeah I don't know what's over what's decided what's still to come but I have a real love for my buddhist practice and I think I I think I need to pay attention to that and I'm and I'm glad to so that's today's show thank you so much I know this show kind of it always had a bit of a religious aspect to it but I know in recent weeks it has like gone hardcore <laughs> You know, let's let's talk about religion. Um, I those of you who have stayed, who are hearing the sound of my voice right now, I appreciate it. Um, it means a lot to me. This is a place just for me to talk about what I'm thinking and feeling. And if that's interesting to anybody else, I'm grateful. And if it's not, um, just shoving this out into the universe is helpful for me in any case. So, uh, I I really do love you. Thank you so much for being here. A better world is possible, but. We've got a lot of work to do.